Mentality Monsters. I'm going to use the word with the Orange well Rugby Team. Someone press that arm. Take it off, Liverpool. <laughs> let's take it off, the Reds. And let's attach it to the Orland Rugby Team. OTB AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB's Rugby Daily with Deliveroo. Delivering matchday meal deals throughout the Six Nations. Welcome to Monday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack, and it's the Monday after a double Grand Slam winning weekend, and we'll have reaction from Ireland's success at the Aviva Stadium on Saturday. Ian Foster claims others will follow him out the door of New Zealand rugby after the World Cup, and there's positive injury news from Munster ahead of their final home game of the regular URC season. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo, delivering matchday meal deals throughout the Six Nations. First up, three Ireland players have been nominated for the Six Nations Player of the Championship Award. Mac Hansen, Hugo Keenan and Caelan Doris have all made the six-man shortlist. Indeed, Doris is the only forward to be nominated. Three France players complete the shortlist with scrum half Antoine Dupont, joined by winger Damien Penault and fullback Thomas Ramo. The Player of the Championship shortlist is based on nominations from international media, spanning each of the Six Nations. Voting opens today, Monday, and will close at 6pm on Wednesday. After Saturday's Grand Slam, sealing victory over England at the Aviva, Mac Hansen caught up with our own Ashling O'Reilly. Mac Hansen, congratulations, you're a Grand Slam champion. How does it feel? Uh, uh, I'm going to find it very hard not to swear this week. It is unbelievable. Um, and I think pretty much everybody in the stadium stayed uh, to enjoy this with us. It's absolutely amazing ever imagine that this would happen when you moved to Ireland that you would be a Grand Slam winner with this squad? Wasn't in my mind at all but like as soon as I was put into this team I knew that it was gonna, it was a thing that could happen. Um, oh, just so, such good lads in the team it's you know just full credit to the boys you know I'll throw that cliche in there. And what about Andy Farrell and what he has done with this team it's just been remarkable. Yeah uh, Andy it's all the coaches it's all the coaches in it but yeah Andy's just he can just get you up for a game like no other. He, um, he just seems to say all the right things. And it just sounds cooler in his accent as well. I don't actually hate English people for anybody that uh, saw that headline that was that was spread. So just putting that out there as well. Just in case Andy saw it as well. What could this team go on to achieve now? Ah, uh, look. It's hard to think of now. I'm, I'm pretty much in party mode at the moment. So just next thing I'm thinking of is getting some beers down my golf. Enjoying tonight, enjoying tomorrow night, the night after. Um, and then, you know, we'll move on to the World Cup when it, when it comes to that time. Uh, but for now, it's just to enjoy this with everybody. And further to Saturday's game, England fullback Freddie Stewart will face an independent disciplinary hearing tomorrow following his red card at the Aviva. The Leicester man was shown that red card by referee Jaco Piper after his elbow made contact with the head of Hugo Keenan. Former Scotland coach Frank Haddon and ex-Wallaby and Munster lock John Langford will be on that disciplinary panel. Ex-Leinster and Ireland hooker James Tracy was on this morning's OTB AM giving his own view of the Stewart incident. So at the time... I didn't. Uh, I didn't think it was a red um, live because as it unfolds, um, so Ireland great attack. Hansen about to get his hands free, and it's going to be um, a two-on-one with the last man who's in the backfield, who's Freddie Stewart. So he sees it early. He's trying to close. So at that moment, you've you've pretty much no option apart from try hit the second last man, who is Hugo, man and ball. So as he catches it, try hit him because if he catches it clean. You know, he just picks you off and, and low scores in the corner. He actually sees pretty early, uh, Freddie Stewart, that the ball's are not going to ground now. So in, in that split second, he's like, okay, you're now gone from 
trying to make a tackle to is the ball going to bounce up to me it's a free play um, you know is he going to knock it on and maybe I could you know salvage it and, and run the, the length of the pitch this is all in a split second so like yeah. you know in fairness to him he 100% did not mean it right yeah 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 but I watched it back last night and unfortunately even though he did not mean it and like if I was Freddie Stewart I'd feel so hard done by it but at the end of the day it's it's not about the intent it's about the duty of care and it was reckless but when I say it was reckless there's, there's guys that are reckless in terms of they're going to absolutely whack you and they get it wrong where they're too high he was not trying to tackle Hugo's bending down to pick up the ball and that and he and Freddie Stewart's trying to pull out of it mm. and that's the only reason he turns and, and hits him with an elbow so I've, I feel unbelievably sorry for Freddie Stewart because he didn't 100% didn't mean it but you can't fly into someone and, and and hit them in the head with your elbow and, and that's the hard part it's like if I'm on the other side I feel like it's unbelievably harsh but at the same time when you look at it um, when you look at the video it's like yeah you, you know you can't whack someone in the head with your elbow so yeah so live I thought it was yellow but watching it like seeing a replay it was definitely red Leinster say Jonathan Sexton will have a scan today on the groin injury he picked up in Saturday's Grand Slam ceiling win over England. The province will also be without centre Jamie Osborne for a number of weeks due to a knee ligament injury sustained in a recent URC win over Edinburgh. But Tommy O'Brien and Ed Byrne are available for this week's URC meeting with the DHL Stormers. Leinster prop Michael Ala Alatoa expects Friday evening's game to be a physical one. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, that's, that's what we're expecting anyway. And... That, and you know the South African teams that we've played already this year. They've they've been very physical up front. Um, you know the big forward backs. They they back their set piece. Um, you know they're they're very good defensively. But in saying that, they can play rugby as well. Like you, the Stormers, they've got some some really good athletes out wide, and and we're on high alert around them, uh, shutting down their their threats out wide as well. So, um, you know, we have our work cut out for us this week, but we're we're confident in the. The work that we put in last week and and today uh, around uh, what their threats uh, what threats they'll pose and and uh, we'll put our best foot forward for sure. Staying with that game, the Stormers could be boosted by the return of their Springbok contingent. According to their head coach, John Dobson, the likes of Stephen Kitchoff, Franz Mallerby and Damien Willemse could all return at the RDS. However, Dobson is underplaying expectations with one eye on their Heineken Champions Cup last 16 tie with Harlequins on April Fool's Day. You know, I think we could think romantically that we can go and try and beat Leinster. But the truth is those guys haven't played for two months. So it's more a game of us getting ready for Harlequins which is a great occasion, you know, whether we get any further in Europe, I don't know, but it, hopefully our 50,000 people at DHL Stadium for our first Euro, home, you know, we've got a home European knockout. That'll be very special for us. And uh, I think that's why we, we offered the Springboks, which I think is credit to them. We said to them, look, we can take you to Durban for a Curry Cup game to get ready, you know. And they said, no, no, they want to get really integrated. They want to come to Leinster, which is great. But uh, I, I do suspect that we're going to be a bit ring rusty in that team, you know. We've prepared hard this week and they've worked hard, but they haven't, you know, kids see them haven't played since, what, the middle of January. So um, we have to be realistic. We're probably going to play a bit of rent this week uh, and then hopefully be in good shape to play Harlequins and, and then Munster. You know, we haven't got the home semi-final yet. We're probably going to have to win two of our last three games. 
But if we could pick up a point or two in, in Leinster, it would certainly help us. Now to Munster, who could welcome back Tom Ahern into action for Saturday's visit of Glasgow Warriors to Thoma Park. The lock has returned to full training following shoulder surgery in November. Mike Haley is also available to Graham Rentry this week after an ankle injury. Ian Foster has hinted that Joe Schmidt could follow him out of the All Blacks setup after the World Cup. Foster opted not to reapply for the job he's held since the last tournament and is likely to see Scott Robertson or Jamie Joseph confirmed as his successor in the next week or so. Gilbert Anoka, the All Blacks manager and mental skills coach, has left the job for a role with Chelsea. Schmidt has been a popular addition to the backroom staff with several All Black players keen for him to stay. And speaking to Sky Sport New Zealand's The Breakdown, Foster has suggested the exodus may continue. You had a two-day management meeting um, uh, at about two, three weeks ago or two weeks ago, we were able to sort of clear the air a little bit and talk about what's happening and and I guess the uncertainty. So it's because um, it has created a an interesting vibe in the group. Um, we've, uh, we're a little bit unsure yet what the processes are from, for, for communicating with that group. But, you know, we're, we're tight. We're, we're really connected. I think the one thing that we need to share with people is that, you know, we're 100% focused on this World Cup <clears throat> and that's all we want to do and that's all we want to be and there'll be but there will be some things happening you know already you're starting to see you know I think that you know Joe Smith announced that he wouldn't wouldn't be applying I think uh, Gilbert Anoka's come out and, and made it a clear decision there's some people that really wanted certainty early and didn't want to be involved in this process and and there might be a few more Speaking of Exodus, the queue to get out of Wales grows larger by the day. Argentina international Tomas Lozana is leaving the Scarlets with immediate effect and is joining French Pro D2 outfit Montauban as a medical joker. Lozana has spent the last two seasons with the Scarlets. And Wallabies lock Rob Simmons is leaving London Irish at the end of this season, having agreed a two-year contract with Claremont. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed wherever you happen to ingest your podcasts. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo tomorrow.